Hello there, everybody. It's Dr. Glenn Krieger here with another episode of your 5-Minute Friday. Now, a while back, I spoke about OSOs. I wrote that really long article that I think everybody looked at. I think there were tens of thousands of actual views on that. Um, I then gave a couple of updates here and there, and I get probably three to five questions a day, which is wonderful. Keep them coming. Hit me up through Facebook Messenger. But I want to answer a lot of the basic misconceptions that are out there or questions that people have. I think this is a really good time for an update. Number one, you do not need to rush into joining an OSO or DSO. Don't buy into FOMO. Don't feel like this is a gold rush. And if you don't join now, you're in trouble. Um, This has to be right for you. It has to be right for your family. It has to be right for your, your practice. It has to be right for everything. But I'm here to clear up a couple of misconceptions for you. Okay, number one. I have not done a podcast since we onboarded and joined Smile Doctors. And this is a very important thing for you because most people say, what what offer did I get? How much money did I get? And the money is important. Let's not, you know, monkey around here. The money plays a huge role in why you're doing this. But the organizational background can often play a bigger role. So if you sign a contract and get a huge sum of money, what is the onboarding like? Right? Is it a nightmare? Does your team want to revolt? Um, have they done this a number of times? Or are you the third or fifth or 10th or 15th orthodontist who's ever come on? And that's one of the reasons why for me, joining an OSO versus a DSO was such a huge deal. I did not want to be a part of a group of dentists that they've onboarded and I'm the minority. And to be honest, I don't want to be working with general dentists for the rest of my career. Uh, I did that for 20 years. And I got to be honest, I moved away from that profession for a number of reasons. So onboarding is huge and you need to ask questions about it. How many times have they done it? What is the process like? For us, it's amazing. They send someone out to our office with a team uh, and they go through everything with the team for a day, uh, including all benefits, packages, enrollment, emails, the whole nine yards. And I got to tell you, the process was smooth as glass with Smile Doctors. We really loved it. And every single day, at least one of my team members comes over to me and thanks me because things like short-term disability insurance so that my team, in if God forbid something happens to them, they're out for a while or they have a baby and they need to be out for a while, they actually have short-term disability insurance. Uh, that's huge. They get a bonus just for being there at 90 days. They get a nice, big, fat bonus Uh, which they love that for. The medical care is amazing. The dental, the vision, uh, the 401k, all the the really good stuff that hopefully you're getting in all the other groups. But the onboarding process was beautiful because they came in uh, about four weeks after we'd already signed. And um, my team, just before and after, everything was the same, except now they knew their benefits and the future and stuff like that. So how do you get on board with the systems? How do you get on board with the emails? How do you get on board with everything is huge. Do you have autonomy, right? That's another question I get. And the answer is yes. We get to do whatever we want to do. We're given goals, if you will. However, you know, nobody comes down like the hand of God if you don't hit them. And um, But our practice is, is doing great there. Uh, your phone gets answered the same way. Your clothing is worn the same way. You treat patients the same way. Uh, I've asked in, in, in Smile Doctors, I've asked them specifically about certain technologies I'd like to bring on. Uh, I don't want to get into names right now, but let's assume you wanted to do some sort of remote monitoring. Um, sure, go ahead and do go do it. Uh, maybe I want to do some sort of lingual type of appliance uh, for moving teeth. Great, go get it. We've got somebody in our network you can train with. Um, I want to do more aligners. Great, go get them. Whatever makes your practice bigger and more efficient, uh, they're fine with. 
And so again, these are the questions you need to ask is about the onboarding, the ability to bring in new technologies, because you might get a bigger paycheck by 5% with one company. But if your life is miserable for the next five years and someone's riding you hard on costs, you can't integrate new technologies. Uh, you're one of 20 orthodontists, so you don't have a huge network to draw upon and ask people questions. These are questions you must ask yourself before you jump on. And the last question that's super important to think about is what role will you play in this new partnership? Meaning, you know, you don't want to just join a group and then like you're practicing alone and that's the end of it. You want to be part of a group that's a partnership and you want to bring your skills to bear there. So if you're amazing at clinical systems, wouldn't it be great if the whole group got those clinical systems from you and you trained them on them? Uh, if you're really good at business development, you like working with people, wouldn't it be great if you did some business development? Uh, let's just say you're great with technology and bringing technology into your practice. Wouldn't you want to be able to share that with other people in your group to make the group better? Um, and so you got to join a group, and I'm thrilled that Smile Doctors allowed us that opportunity, where you're, you're building something bigger than just your practice. And that was important to me. Now, here are some things that you need to understand. Number one, if you're a young practice and you're out a year or two, or you just bought a practice a year or two ago, this doesn't make sense to you. And don't be scared that there's some land rush that you're going to miss. Take your time, run your race, do things right, build your EBITDA. But if you've got a million dollar note on a million two practice, this makes no sense whatsoever. Because remember, you need to pay off that note. So when you're done getting your payment and you subtract what you owe to the bank, there's nothing there. So again, if you're young, don't be nervous or worried. Just check in with me and I can tell you where you are from, from a general perspective. Um, and most of the folks who know me who are brokers or from the, the PE companies, they'll tell you that what I'm telling you is not made up. Um, run your race. If you're growing at 50% a year, and I'm not talking COVID 50% because we all saw that, but if you're legitimately growing 50% a year, do not partner with any OSO DSO because you're gonna, your EBITDA will outgrow anything anybody can offer you. So don't worry about that. Also, people are like, hey, I heard this group's about to have a private equity turn soon. I want to get in right now. Otherwise, I'm going to lose out. That's a, there's such a mistake in that thinking because I want you to think of all private equity run OSOs as like stock. Okay, so you may not buy Microsoft when it was at $7. You may not buy Microsoft when it's $15. But if Microsoft eventually gets to $200 and you can get in at 50, that's a pretty good deal. So don't worry about what's happened in the last six months, two years, five years. Don't worry about if there's a turn coming up now or in three years. You're going to get on the, the, the train, if you will, or on the ride at a certain point where you're buying stock, essentially. You're getting a valuation of $100 a share, $400 a share, $800 a share. And, and eventually, that will be a pro rata portion of how you will grow. So don't be stuck on this whole idea, well, I want the private equity to turn. They're turning next. You know, there have been rumors, which I will not confirm or deny, that, that Smile Doctors is going through some sort of private equity event. And people think that, oh, I'm going to get in now and my money's going to double if I get in now because they're going to turn. It's not the way it works, folks, right? If you bought the stock at $30 and they get a, a $32 an, uh, a, a share offer, your money doesn't double. Those who got in at $16 double their money. So getting in now or next week or a month from now doesn't make the biggest difference. Just get in. If you feel you're ready and you've got a big enough deal that makes it worth your while, 
then, then get in whenever you can get in and don't get caught up on the very short term thinking about what's going to happen in the next month or two. It's not going to make or break anything. If you get a deal that's so good, it's better than everything else that's been offered to you, you might want to think twice and you might want to question whether that's the right group for you. If you've got a car for sale for $15,000 and everybody's offering 15,000, 16,000, 14,000, you know, it's 15, 16 and a half thousand and someone comes by and offers you 22,000 or 20,000, there's something not right there. Okay. Your EBITDA is what it is. Uh, it's a necessary truth of the universe. Numbers do not lie. And if everybody agrees and your CPA will always be higher. So just ignore that. But if everybody agrees your EBITDA is a million dollars and somebody comes in and says, no, your EBITDA is 1.5. Or everybody agrees you're a six or seven X multiple and someone else comes in and says you're a 10 X. Something's not right. Okay. That's a big red flag. Be very, very cautious. There's a problem there. Now there are some companies that have much deeper pockets that can afford to give a little bit more, but I'm not talking about, well, I was offered 15 from this other company. I want 20. Don't be that person. Okay. Don't play stupid games where you get a car worth 15,000 and you want 20,000. People will walk away, right? Work in, in good concert with other people and be the kind of partner that everybody wants to have. And I promise you, uh, with proper representation and, a, and, and fair negotiation, you will end up with the best deal you can possibly have. But don't buy into anybody who tells you, well, you know, you got 15, I could have gotten you 25 or you deserve 25. Usually that's not the case and it's too good to be true. All right. Just, just, I'm not saying that anybody's doing that. I'm just saying people come to me and go, they offered me 12, but I really want 20. Yeah, good. I want a jetpack. Doesn't mean I'm going to get it. Um, be reasonable. If you want 20, grow your practice. Get your EBITDA up. So keep these things in mind. Again, the, if you're really young and you just got out of school, this is not for you, okay? Put your time in four to six years. Build your practice. Uh, if you're growing really big and you've got a $7 million practice, okay. Kudos to you. You've done that in two years, three years, four years. That's really good now. You're ready for this. But again, remember, you got to deduct your, your, your loans, um, you know, work within your EBITDA of what's reasonable and five to eight X is, is where it generally falls. Five for a small practice that's not really growing. Um, eight could be your social media influencer and you've got a killer practice that's growing by leaps and bounds. But just know this. If you have any questions, reach out to me. I'm always here. Often I will put you in touch with professionals. If there's a question I just can't answer, uh, I literally have, spoken or chatted with at least 200 of you out there. Uh, and my goal here is not to talk you into joining anything. I probably say half the people I chat with, I say, you are not a good fit for an OSO in my opinion, but here's a name of a broker or a company you should talk to and, and go from there. But reach out to me. I'm always here to help you any way I can. Uh, I will say I love Smile Doctors. It's been a great move for us we love being their partners. I love the doctors in the network. I love the people running the network. And I am partial, but but anybody who's spoken to me knows I will tell you why we chose them and what our experience has been. And I will tell you my experiences with other companies. And um, and you should should or should not speak to other companies based upon what I hear or learn from you. So again, I'm not a broker. I'm not going to tell you what you should or have to do, but I will tell you my experiences to help guide you a little bit better. So with that, much love and respect to each and every one of you. Please reach out to me if you have any questions about anything. And uh, uh, you've probably seen the emails for the Jeff Okison TMD course. Huge course, amazing course. It's going to help you tremendously in your practice. Um, and uh, he's the world master. So go click on the links for those uh, those courses. And I uh, look forward to seeing you there. Have a wonderful day. Have a wonderful weekend. And again, much love to each and every one of you. Take care.